welcome. It's so great to have you with us. If you don't know me, my name is Dr. Kate Middleton. I'm one of the directors here at Mind and Soul Foundation. And I am joined this morning by Dave Smith. Dave, welcome. It's so good to have you with me. Dave leads a church in Peterborough called Kingsgate Community Church. But this morning, what I've asked him to come and chat with me a little bit about is this amazing project, which we at the Mind and Soul Foundation are so pleased to be supporting and to have been involved with and to be telling you about. It's called The Wellbeing Journey. And there's a book and a course. We will chat more about it. You may have seen trailers or information about it already. But Dave, just tell people who haven't come across you before, tell them a little bit about who you are, your content where where are you apart from on the internet where are you based yeah so based in Peterborough um we my wife and I we moved to Peterborough in 1988 uh, to start what has become Kingsgate Community Church we started with nine people in our living room and now we've got a sort of a large building an amazing congregation in Peterborough and people coming from other uh, sort of locations from other cities too um, also involved in sort of leading something called learning communities, which basically we help sort of resource and um, help sort of uh, cross learning between key churches across the UK and Europe and really just got a heart to um, see people not just within Kingsgate, but across the body of Christ, uh, you know, grow and be well and healthy and strong in their Christian faith. Fantastic. And it's it's that topic that yeah. has led you to where we are today, because you brought out a book in September, wasn't it, called God's yeah. Plan for Your Wellbeing. I mean, I would love us to chat a bit more about that. It's something we're very passionate about at the yes. Mind and Soul Foundation. And, and your book is, has been the basis for now a course which is launching uh, this weekend as we, uh, this start of this so very unusual 2021. I mean, tell us a little bit about how you came to write this book. What, what's, what's your journey been that's led you to this point? Yeah, I mean, long story short, I became a Christian in, uh, when I was 19. And that spiritual experience literally almost overflowed and affected every area of my well-being. You know, I, I got free from sickness. I felt a new joy, a new hope and purpose in life. My finances, everything started coming to order. And I can honestly say for 30 years, I've enjoyed a measure of God's blessing and well-being. But one of the things I've come to realize is that well-being isn't just for us if we're in crisis although it absolutely is for, <laughs> if we're really struggling, it's actually because God is a good God and we're on a journey, there's always more. And so just under four years ago, I thought I was doing kind of okay. Um, and I just had a, a, a basically got set up with um, a Christian psychologist and met with a spiritual director. And since the Lord telling me he wanted to take me on a deeper journey, I didn't know what that looked like. And for me, the key area was on um, emotional well-being. Um, and so, you know, I just say I, I wasn't in a particularly bad place. I wasn't depressed. But what I was aware of was I had a, a, almost like a, a drivenness, mm. and, you know, always slightly over revving. And, you know, it, yeah. it began to affect my sleep. I had a, a season where I was really struggling to get to sleep or waking in the night, not able to go back. Um, and, you know, I, I, I'm sort of mature enough spiritually to sort of manage it. But actually, I, I began to realize there was some unhealth. And so in prayer and in opening up to others, um, I, I came to realize and that actually there was a route to that drivenness and that route was actually a fear. Now I thought, well, I'm not a particularly naturally fearful person, but the fear was a fear of failure. 
Um, and so if you do, I'm sure, you know, you and all the personality profiling, the Enneagram, whatever, uh, you know, I'm a great believer that we have strengths, God-given strengths, but there's a shadow side. Mm. And so the shadow side to my kind of leader achiever was this drivenness that was rooted in a fear of failure. And I just had some amazing times. This was about three and a half years ago when the Lord started speaking to me and revealing to me um, his love in a fresh way. I mean, theologically, I knew it. It's not like I'd never known it in my heart or in my emotions, but just knowing how loved I am by God and that my worth and value before God was not to do with how well I was performing or doing, but everything to do with his grace was just, it was almost like some of that drivenness, that fear, almost it began to dissolve. Mm. And, and so I can honestly say, as I look back four years uh, to four years ago, the difference internally is massive. And um, yeah, so, so that then prompted me to, to start sharing it with other leaders and started using this idea of, well, imagine your life holistically um, and like you've got a number of dials on the dashboard and that comes through the course and the book, as you know, yeah. and, you know, and, and realize that all the areas impact um, on, on the other. So for me, once I started getting great at emotional health, affected my sleep I started sleeping better but it also helped me in my walk with God because I felt close to God and so realizing okay we are holistic beings here and his his as it were surgery and ministry in one area helped in all the others it's helped me relationally all that kind of stuff um so I I we we did a series in Kingsgate um about um 18 months ago autumn of 2019 and I wrote the first version of a book we did the course based on actually Elijah looking at how he had a meltdown in 1 Kings 19 and how God lovingly restored him. And it was probably one of the best received series we've had in over 30 years. And so we lockdown hit, uh, the pandemic came, and I, I knew I needed to re-edit the book for publication. But I also sensed the Lord saying, you know, I don't know whether you hear a loud voice. I just sensed it was a prompting to take these materials further. And so I got in touch with Roy Crown, who um, is um, heading up uh, along with Rachel Jordan Wolf, Hope, Hope Together, and mm. said, we've got, I'm doing the book. We've got some of the kind of background. We've done some kid resources, but I just think there's something on a film series. Could we do something together? And so long story short, we, we've just now in the process of final, final editing, about to go out this weekend, this film series that's based on the book where we get experts like yourself, Kate, which I'm very grateful for, and Will van der Hart, Roger Bretherton, church leaders and teachers inputting, we've got testimonies, where we literally unpack the different areas of our well-being, And, um, and I'm just excited about the timeliness of it. You know, when I had that prompt mm. a year ago, I, I didn't think for a minute we'd still be in severe lockdown. And just excited about the impact it could have on many, many people, both within the church and outside the church too. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? When you think about the timing and just how how God's gone ahead and and yes. seen what the the need that there would be for this, and it is fantastic. The course drawing in um, there's eight topics, aren't they? Well, there's eight weeks, seven topics. So it's looking at things like emotional well being, physical well being, also really practical though things like financial, vocational well being, and the, yes. this season has has shaken so much 
Uh, so many of the things that we previously depended upon. So it, it yes. is amazing timing. And, and the fact that you guys were able to film through the summer, through the early autumn, um, and, and, and get it out there, it's, it's been absolutely brilliant. And to see the thoughts of so many different people in as part of that. And it is a collaboration, like you say, with Hope Together, which is fantastic. You're launching the the, the sort of material this weekend at Kingsgate, aren't you? Yes, yeah, but, we are. But also people can check out the website to find out more for the, is it wellbeingjourney.org, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so that's, that's the kind of website where you can, you know, if you're doing it in a small group or you're doing it in a church, you could, you could um, get the videos. There's, there's a link to uh, the, the, the youth course will be made available. So there's a course for young people. Yeah, very excited about that, yeah. Yeah, I know, yeah. And then we've got some kids' work that we developed and have, have sort of reworked on from within Kingsgate that we're making available to churches. We're actually in the process of finalising a self-assessment tool, again, that we want to make available. So you ask a number of questions, it will give you a bit of a readout on how you're doing on your wellbeing dashboard. Right. So we're hoping that could be helpful as well. The idea that when we know where we're at, then we know what we can work on. Yeah, um, yeah. So for me, not knowing fully where I was at emotionally meant I couldn't begin to start tackling stuff. But once I became aware, oh, okay, so that's an area to work on, then then it was almost like I was open to the Lord and to others to work in that area. So, so yeah, so we're kicking off this weekend and really encouraged, you know, churches, large and small, individuals, small groups are really beginning to work on that. And I think that's that's one thing I'm sure we're both fully agree, agreed on, that, there's something about life generally where we grow and are healthy together in relationship with others in community. It's one of our dials yeah. on our dashboard is relational well-being. But we're really, really um, emphasizing the importance of trying to do the well-being journey together with others. So doing it in a small group context is definitely going to be the best way to get the most out of it. Yeah. And I, I love what you're saying. It's about connection, isn't it? And those those two things, I mean, connecting with yourself in this season. Yes. So many of us have been just head down, so much pressure, so much to yes. juggle, so much change and uncertainty. I think there will be many people out there who think, what, what do I feel right now? How am I doing? I, I don't really know. And, and so this is a moment of sitting down thinking, what, what can I do to help myself get through this better and to help those I'm supporting? That, that's just brilliant to have a tool that helps you do that. But yeah. also connecting with other people. I mean, people can do this. There will almost definitely be churches in your area, wherever you're watching from, who are running this course. Some will be starting straight away. Others might start, you know, in a month or a couple of months or, or whenever. So do look for churches in your area who might be running it. Kingsgate, are you could access through their website, their, their sermons and things that go out online from this weekend. But the other thing is that Pete, you can guys could run it yourself. So I know we've been chatting a lot at Mind and Soul Foundation in this season about how do you connect with your friends, with the people on your street, with the, the mums and dads who are also parents homeschooling with you right now. Maybe there's some people that you are trying to keep in touch with or you've made friends with, formed some new connections with. This, this material is a great way to maybe meet up over eight weeks, hang out together, chat, share, and, and watch the material together. So you don't need to, to join a formal course, you could run it yourself or with your family or friends or whatever in your context, couldn't you? 100%, and just to say that although, you know, so the, the book is God's plan for your well-being, and you know, it's based on Elijah, there's quite a bit of scripture in there, but I, in re-editing it, I tried to make sure that it was something that would help Christians go deeper, 
we're not apologizing that it's you know biblically based but it was very much with people who are not yet christians in mind and then particularly the videos again uh, we, we've designed it so that um the material is actually going to be accessible for anybody again it's got a clear christian foundation you know we're talking about god and spiritual well-being but i think it's something that's designed for um people who might be on the fringe of the church sympathetic seekers uh, and, and like you say we're encouraging people to both join groups but also to set up groups with friends and we've got a number of groups where people are literally wanting to work through the materials with uh, um, people who are not yet part of the church so which is we're very excited about that's amazing and, and as you said there is a youth version that's coming out as well yes. <clears throat> so if you have young people in your life or your home or you're a youth worker or in your church then definitely check out that material as well because that that's looking brilliant I can't wait to see the youth version yeah. as well Dave just just before we we sort of tie up this conversation I I think it, it is really important just to just to recognize the context that that this is happening in you know this Gosh, I, I feel like this year has already lasted several months and it, we're only in like one of the early weeks. It has been such a, a tough start to 2021. And, and, you know, in the media, we're hearing reports that, that are just so desperately sad and tragic. And a lot of people are struggling with anxiety, with worry or just with pressure and stress. I, I wonder what your perspective is on that. You know, what would you want to say to people about well-being in 2021 and lockdown three when life is so tough how do we explore a topic like this when people might be dealing with really difficult circumstances and grief and challenge i mean a couple of things come down first is that you know we probably set out thinking this pandemic might be a sprint or a short jog and it's turned out to be a marathon absolutely and and but i also think sometimes it is good just to get the long-term view it doesn't minimize short-term pain and real grief and tragedy and heartache but you know if you look at the bible as a whole i think the, the early church were much better at a sort of a long-term perspective on life you know mm -hmm. hebrews chapter 12 you know it, it says run with endurance um the the context there was the ancient marathon so i think there's something about recognizing that um, that we can actually grow and become more resilient if, like marathon runners, we can press through quitting points. So that's on the one hand. But the other is, and one of the things I think that is key to emotional health, isn't it, is, is being honest before God. Mm. And, you know, if we, if we look at, um, well, Elijah, you know, on, on Mount Horeb, he's, he's, not, he's not holding back with God. He's basically telling God how, how distressed he is. And then if you look at the Psalms, there's many of the psalms are psalms of lament mm. and so, so i think it, it is very very important that we are able to express if you like what's sometimes called negative emotions but real raw feelings before the lord mm. not bury them not pretend they're not there not pretend that grief isn't real not pretend that loss doesn't hurt us but actually allow the lord to come into that and so i i actually think sometimes the the, the, the rawer things are, hopefully for all of us, rather than running from God and keeping him out as if he's a God who's not interested. You know, he's a God who, who knows us better than we know ourselves. He knows what's going on. He has all the power to help us. And he's also a God who cares for us. And so I think just opening up our hearts and minds at this time to God who cares deeply for us and recognize that um, <clears throat> sometimes life is tough and that, mm. you know, we, we're all going through this and um, what is it? We're, we're all in the, 
same storm. We're not all in the same boat. You know, some people have actually done, they've been fine through this season. It's been inconvenient. Some people it's just been utterly devastating. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but my heart goes out to everything, everyone from, they've literally experienced loss. They're experiencing the fear of sickness. Um, you know, our NHS workers, we're constantly praying for them. Teachers are having to navigate, you know, yeah. parents, homeschooling, people facing job loss. So almost in the backdrop of all of that, I think it's an opportunity for us to come before the Lord and say, Lord, we need your help like never before. Yeah. And to have a, a framework to help you to, to, to start to think about how you express and process some of, some of what we're going through, what we're experiencing in this time is tremendously helpful. And I think this is, this is one tool that people may find really useful. There, there's a depth, isn't, isn't there? there? There is a, there's a, God speaks through tough times. People talk about the dark night yeah. of the soul. And I think what, I love what you're saying about finding God in those moments, being able to be honest. We don't have to put a sort of forced positivity on with God. We yeah. can be real and share those moments with him. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, as you, as you'll know, you know, gratitude and being thankful and keeping a positive attitude on the one hand is one of the keys to well-being. Mm. But gratitude doesn't mean not being honest. So it's, it's almost it's holding this two things in tension. I think sometimes people go overboard on one end on the dark night, the soul. And it's all people never come out. But on the other, if you're all kind of like on sort of positive speak, and then, then we can deny what's going on. And I think so. if you look at the Bible, very often the, the Psalms, isn't it? It starts with, you know, was it Psalm 42, 43? It's the why, why you so downcast, oh, my soul. And then it, but it, he ends up with the psalmist on, yeah, I will praise you. And so, so I think that, that, that holding those two things in tension is about being, and, and Jesus modeled that, didn't he? He modeled he was more full of joy than anybody, but he was also weeping before Laz you know, at Lazarus tomb and in absolute anguish at the Garden of Gethsemane. So uh, oh you you also speak my language here. I feel like we could talk about this for hours. Absolutely. Okay. I think okay. that sense of balance and and the need to be able to be honest and express and process some of the more difficult stuff in order to free yourself up to to find, like you say. Even even moments of joy and positivity in the midst of the most difficult times. Yeah, yeah. That that is such a key part of resilience, isn't it? Yeah. But, but we are, we can lose it, and I, th I think it's so easy to be afraid of some of these powerful emotions. And, yeah. and it's not just about emotions, is it? What I love about this course is it is about that whole picture of what does it mean not just to survive, but maybe even to thrive, Definitely. even in life's toughest times. And and how do we do that? How do you sit down? How do you work out what you might need to change or tweak in order to do that better, Dave? Thank you so much. I love the course. We love the book. We're excited. Well, thank you for partnering with us and helping us. So, yeah. And yes, to those watching, you will see some familiar faces on there. Many friends of the Mind and Soul Foundation who were part of this. Um, so do check it out. Wellbeingjourney.org. I'll pop the link on the text after this. Dave, I would love it if you would just say a quick prayer for those watching before we finish. Sure. Yeah. Thank you for the opportunity. Father, I want to thank you that you are a good God. You have a plan and a purpose for our well-being. Thank you, Lord, that you know us way better than we know ourselves. Thank you, Lord, that you've created us um, uh, from the inside out. You know us inside out. And I pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, who is the Prince of Peace, he is the Prince of well-being, that you would fill every single person watching with a renewed sense of hope 
and peace that they can enjoy greater well-being in every part of their lives in Jesus' name. We entrust them into your hands right now. Come upon them by your Holy Spirit and help them and guide them. If they're in a really dark place, lead them out into the light. If they're just needing little tweaks, help them and show them where you want them to work on in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. It's been great to chat with you this morning. Great.